Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Thank you so much for joining us today. I um, I have Tana here, who is one of our Happy Hormones um, group members, and she's going to be sharing a little bit about her journey with hormones um, and really how her life transformed once she began really working at the root causes. So Tana, do you want to share a little bit about who you are? Um, obviously, as much as you're comfortable sharing, and then we'll just kind of dive in. Okay. Um... I, I'm a mother of three boys. I had a, I have a 10 and 11 year old and then I just had a surprise. He has, he's two now. So, um, so there's a little bit of a spread in there. Um, so that's, I stay at home with my boys and then, um, yeah. Do you want me to start with my, where I started from with my hormone journey or yeah, I would love for you to share. Okay. I know, right. you know, you're one of many, many, many in this group that have had the same struggle. And so I think that would be a great place to start. Yeah. Um, with my, I mean, I've always kind of had, according to my doctor, kind of low progesterone and we've kind of worked through that. And, but, um, with my second son, I got postpartum depression and, uh, kind of suffered through that for about three years. Um, definitely, was obviously low point. <laughs> um, but from there, um, they just kept saying, my doctors kept saying, you know, you just, your hormones just need to reset. They just need to reset and everything will be okay. And, um, it wasn't happening. Um, uh, I had to take a couple, of, I had to take, a I can't remember. It was several years ago, but I, antidepressant while I was, um, going through the depression, I only took one because I still wanted to be able to nurse my son. Uh, and I think that that really affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, for the long term. Um, but, you know, after a lot of prayer, I definitely got uh, healing from that. But my hormones uh, were not the same after that. Right. So definitely d- struggled with a lot of emotional things. It wasn't to the level of depression, but you know, the ups and downs and every, right. probably every woman here knows that but um, I think just continued and I had a lot of digestive issues. Uh, ever since I was on that antidepressant, Mm. um, my libido was like non-existent anymore. Sure. (laughs) Um, It felt like, and then, um, just a lot of those things I just felt like were just left, had gotten worse since that. And, um, just kind of went on this journey of trying to figure out what do I need to do? My PMS symptoms basically to just kind of generalize a kind of were like all month long is Mm -hmm. always. Yeah. And so, um, I felt like I would maybe have like one or two days relief where I felt like a normal person again. And so, um, went to some doctors and they, you know, said my progesterone was low, said I had, um, hyperthyroidism. I think it was hyperthyroidism, just different things like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go on these different things. And I just felt like 
the issue wasn't being addressed and um, they eventually long story short just kind of went on a few things kind of went off of it because I just felt like they weren't doing any good Um, they kept wanting to put me back on an antidepressant because they thought that would just solve the problem and I said I don't ever want to do that again unless I absolutely have to Um, so just kind of suffered through it and just kind of figured out how to live live with it but also felt like this isn't how it should be so and I know you know there's always going to be problems and we're you know, our bodies are always going to have some issues, but this just didn't seem right. So then my third son, our little surprise came along and, um, things actually got a little bit better after I had him, but then I started having pain, um, throughout my body, lots of pain in my joints and just inflammation. It felt like inflammation, but they said there was no inflammation. And so they sent me to a rheumatologist, all this kind of stuff. And so, um, then the along with that came with extreme fatigue and just kind where it was like if I can just make it to nap time you know or if I I'll like I mean there have been days where I'll just be like do you want to watch this so I can just lay down and totally he's watching that and so it was just really hard you know my other older two boys are really active and I just kept telling my husband, something has to change. So I went to the, back to the doctor and they're like, well, the things you can do is like some sort of anti-seizure medicine or birth control or an antidepressant. And I was like, I don't want to do any of those. I had never gone on birth control and I didn't want to start now. Right. So um, even though we were surprised by that third one, we're still like, no, we don't want to do that. So um, in it, our our uh, family planning had worked up to that point so far anyway. So right. Um, So anyway, um, I just was like, something isn't right. I, but I know it has to do hormonally, the pain that I'm going through there, you know? And so, um, I talked to my sister-in-law who actually had gone through your program and she, she had different issues than I did, but the way she talked about it, I was like, this is, I keep telling my head, I kept telling my husband, I'm like, I just want to figure out like, how do you do this naturally? Like by eating and all this kind of stuff. And I just don't have the knowledge to do that. And she told me about it. I was like, this is what I've been looking for. This is exactly what I've been looking for. So then we reached out to you. (laughs) Amazing. Well, you hit on so many different pain points that so Mm -hmm. many women have. And, you know, I, I prefer for other people to share their story just because I feel like I share my story all the time, Mm -hmm. but I went through so much of the same thing where it was just like, well, here are your options. Um, There was a lot of resistance to doing any sort of lab testing and the lab testing that they did do. I I kept going in with like this hope or expectation, like maybe now they'll finally see what, like maybe now they'll finally see what, like there will be some explanation for how I'm feeling instead of just this, like, well, you've had kids and now you're broken, you know, which is kind of what, kind of what it, feels like, you know, and I was young, I was only 26. And so having my first baby and then having all of these health issues, I was just like, I, I don't think this is how I'm supposed to feel like I'm young, you know, like there's, yeah, of course there's fatigue. Cause I'm getting up, you know, five times a night, but once they're sleeping, And there's kind of this, this happens a lot. I hear this a lot with women where there's almost this expectation, like, 
oh, my hormones are just going to like snap back together and they don't without the right information. And so, and it's such a disservice that's happening in the medical community where they're not educating on that. And they're not explaining to people like, Hey, your cells, your hormones actually need the right cellular information through food and sleep and different, you know, dietary and lifestyle practices to actually feel better. And so I, um, I love that you listen to your gut and we talk about that a lot, that gut feeling of like, okay, my doctor's telling me this, And, you know, that there is nothing wrong with me or that the problem is X, Y, and Z, but I've tried all of those solutions and none of them work. So then there has to be something else that we're not looking at. I love that you, you paid attention to that because, um, that's something I feel like for lack of a better word has kind of been stripped from us in our healthcare experience as women in general, at least what I'm still hearing where there's very few practitioners that will actually say, you know what, let's look into this. Let's, let's figure out what the problem is. Let's look at the contributing factors that are making you feel this way and how we can actually get you feeling better. So, um, so thank you for sharing that because I know I'm one of, you know, thousands and thousands, but there are hundreds more in this group that I'm sure can relate to that as well. So, um, and it sounds like within that there had been already been a lot of dialogue between you and your spouse about how that was impacting you, how that was affecting your day with your children. Um, and he was, you know, on board with you making some changes. So what changed for you in the course of, you know, obviously us working together, but what changed for you? I, Cause I know there were some surprising improvements that you were like, Oh, like <laughs> I actually feel good. So I would love for you to share like what, what kind of began to change for you as you began addressing like the real problems instead of just the surface. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of the, a few of the things that really stuck out to me, um, like I had mentioned ever since I was on the antidepressant, I had some digestive issues And, um, that was something, I guess I didn't, I wanted to get better, but I didn't really expect it, expect it so much on the hormone side of it, because I didn't, again, like I said, I didn't have the knowledge that the digestion and all that goes in together. And so, um, I feel like it's so nice to not have a stomachache all the time. And so, um, that was a, that was a nice, a nice bonus for me, I guess. Um, and then, um, for me, the biggest thing that I have noticed is, um, the fatigue. I mean, there, it is, uh, I just feel like a normal, like a person again, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I can, I mean, I'm still tired, you know, I like just like just last night, my son woke up a few times in the night and you know, you're still have that tiredness, but it is, and I'm sure a lot of women understand it's like, there's a difference between being tired and just being just physically exhausted. Like, your body's just heavy. And so, um, that is just, just to, I don't like right now is his nap time and I just feel good. And so that's amazing. That's a huge thing for me. And I, um, I mean, it's, I always tell my husband, I'm like, I just feel good. I mean, I'm really tired at nighttime, but that's, that's supposed to be the way it is. So, right. Um, normal. Yeah. There's definitely a difference between normal tired and like exhaustion. And a lot of times we don't realize that we were truly feeling like 
exhaustion, like burnout exhaustion until we start feeling better. And we're like, oh, this is normal tired. (laughs) What I was feeling was not normal tired. So, um, so I love that, that you shared that. And so how is that kind of translated to your life? So in your day to day, um, because I know, you know, in our initial conversation, we had talked about, you know, like, how is this really impacting your day? And what do you really want? Because, um, that's what helps us to, to motivate us to do something different is really identifying what we want, um, in our life, in our everyday life. What is this, you know, I wanted to be able to, you know, laugh with my daughter. I wanted to be able to go outside and not have anxiety attacks. Like I, I wanted to have the energy to keep up with now a very mobile person who's running (laughs) my house. So I, and I didn't know if it was possible. So I would love for you to share, um, if you're able to, um, how that's kind of, you know, having you having more energy, how that has translated to your day-to-day life with your family. Yeah. Um, for a big thing for me was, well, I, I was older having my third son. And so first I thought that's just what it is. I mean, I was right. 40 when I had him. So I just thought this is how it is when you're 40 yeah. and have a kid, but, um, it just didn't seem right. But I, what was different is, is like, I remember when I had my first two, I could get on the ground and play with them. I could do all those things. And with this little guy, I'm just like, I just can't, I'm just so mm-hmm. tired. And I just, and so now I can play with them and I want to play with them. And, yeah. and I feel like because of that, like we have a great bond, but I feel like it's even better. And our relationship being better. And even with my older boys, like I'm more patient with them. And I think that's a big thing that I've noticed. I mean, I still, you know, when things get crazy, I still snap at them and stuff like that, but it's, I have control over things. And, um, you know, I, I do, I, I can be in the moment more, I think is the big thing for me and enjoy my family where, um, and I, I've, I've said this to my, um, my husband before I'm like, this is what I always imagined being a mom was going to be like, you know, and so mm-hmm. it, that joy and that excitement and, and enjoying your kids, even when they frustrate you, okay. I, I didn't have that with my second son until much later. And yeah. now with all three of them, I can not only like before I was enjoying it, but I was so tired. I couldn't like be a part of it. I don't know if that makes sense, but totally. so, yeah, so that's, I think that's the big daily change for me is that like, I'm a part of my family again. And Right. I can enjoy them and I can participate and, you know, it's a really busy season right now for us and I can do it. <laughs> so so exactly. that's usually for me. <laughs> that's amazing. So. And I think you, you touched, well, you touched on a lot of things that actually made me feel a little bit emotional. Cause I'm like, man, this is like, this is the stuff money can't buy. Right. It's yeah. the, the connection with our children, the connection with our spouses, feeling like yourself again, and being able to really fulfill your calling, you know, which is whatever it is you're called to do in any season, we have to have the emotional and the physical and the spiritual reserve to do that. And so that is phenomenal. And, um, I love that you touched on, um, how you were just saying, like, you know, I get to have that connection with my kids and know that, you know, it's almost like, I'm sorry. I'm kind of like going in a rabbit trail here for a second, but I will get back to the point I was thinking of. (laughs) It's kind of like, um, when you've experienced depression, 
as a mom, postpartum depression specifically, but you can have it at any point, you know, in, in your life, antenatal depression, et cetera, it does steal something from you. And that's not something that I, at least in my experience is openly really talked about. Um, it's hard for women to talk about. It's hard to say, I feel like I lost something, um, because I was so disconnected from myself and from my family because of that depression. It's almost like this fog or like a wall, um, that, uh, that has to be restored in some way. Right. And so when we start to get, you know, and whether or not that impacted our bonding, like our actual being able to attach to our children, um, for the most part, it doesn't typically affect them so much as it affects us. Like they don't necessarily have negative impacts from it because we're still doing the day-to-day tasks, even if we're feeling like garbage inside. Right. Um, but we still have to get that back. Right. We're in the sense of like, I missed those two years that I didn't feel great. And so now getting to have that connection back and saying like, look, I get to take my kids for walks instead of, you know, crashing on the couch and throwing them in front of the iPad. I mean, those days do happen every once in a while, but (laughs) I'm just, they're not the everyday anymore. And so I love that you, that you touched on that because really, um, it's not just about restoring your hormones, right? It's so much more than that. And I I think you beautifully shared, you know, the impact that that has had on you and your family. And even in the crazy busy season of, you know, of Christmas, getting to keep your head above water and like, yeah, I, you know, the school just emailed saying, I got to make 24 cookies. Okay. I'm making 24 cookies, you know, (laughs) and it doesn't like lead you to tears or panic or, you know, wanting to crawl into a ball and, and throw something at someone. Um, not that any of you have ever experienced that, but (laughs) um, so I'm really proud of you and you're not even done yet. So getting all of those, those wins and you're not even finished with the process is phenomenal. So I would love to hear what you would say to maybe some other women who are here that are needing some encouragement or hope, Um, or maybe they're in the exact same place that you were, you know, eight or nine weeks ago, what would you say to those women? I think, um, one thing, one encouragement is, I don't know if this is going to sound like an encouragement or not, but, um, when I first started, I was like, okay, let's, this is going to work, start working thing. We're going to have changes right away. And it wasn't like that. And I got very discouraged. And, um, and I do appreciate that. Like every week you guys talk about, the wins and stuff like that. And even though there'd be weeks where I'm like, well, I didn't have any wins and I don't want to say anything, but if I really sat down and thought about it and look back, I'm like, okay, actually things are getting better. Right. Even though it, in, I think when, at least for me, when you get into this, I got into this rut where it was just like, it felt like it was never going to change. Even though I was like, something has to change. You just kind of get like this. Okay. This is how my life is. And this is how I have to live to survive. And then as you keep going into this program and you keep, I mean, it was kind of nice that we had like all these like tasks each week because I could focus on that instead of what's not good for me. You know what I mean? And so I um, appreciated that I could, okay, I could focus on, I need to get my greens in every day. Am I doing that every day? And then I can take a step back and be like, oh, I actually feel better. My stomach doesn't hurt every day, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think look, taking those little, looking at those little things right. each time 
now I can look back and feel, be like, oh, this it's big now, you know, it, and yeah. as the process goes, those little things get bigger and bigger and bigger. And like, I just had um, my period last week and I was like, still, I still, you know, have emotional things and I'm still dealing with some pain, but I'm like, oh, what was me? But now that I'm out of my period, I'm like, wait, actually I'm a lot better than I was, you know? And so right. I think, um, for those women that are discouraged, cause I know I, I definitely was. And I remember, I can't remember what her name is, but she was just a few weeks ahead of me mm-hmm. and she seemed very discouraged when I would watch her on mm-hmm. the videos. And I was like, that's how I feel. But then at the end, she wrote this thing and just talked about how great she felt. And it was just such an encouragement to me. Cause I was like, okay, I am where she was mm-hmm. when I first started or when she, you know, when I, when I'm saying, but yeah. And so to see her go through that I kind of got to watch her go through the process a little bit um and then to hear her say all these things about how just so many things are so much better and just hear this happiness in her voice that was an encouragement to me that was like okay I'm I can do this and I can look back at the things that are getting better and um enjoy them and be glad and I think one thing too that's in a that is helpful was helpful for me that might be an encouragement for other women is to um talk to other people about how you're improving like mm-hmm. that aren't a, pro- a part of the program mm-hmm. and to hear them agree with you is like really encouraging you'd be like hey, right. I've noticed that you know and yeah. so um uh so like I you know I kind of talked to my husband like this is you know this is getting better and I talked to my sisters about it and stuff and so that for me was a big deal for them to say that totally. they've noticed it I was mm-hmm. like okay this really is happening and so right. yeah so that was I think help me through my discouraging times to get to where I am now, I guess. Absolutely. And I think that's a great point because I definitely try to share very like realistically that healing your hormones is not linear and it's not like we can't throw it in the microwave and then expect, you know, a five hour roast beef. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. It's, you know, if we want grandma's roast beef, like we got to put the prep work in. Right. So that, but this is that, um, part of it is undoing that mindset of how we've been treated in the medical system that we take a pill and our symptoms go away. Um, and really allowing our body to have that healing process. And you did that so well. Um, and even, you know, training, you know, training yourself to look at those wins. And I remember asking my husband when I was at the very, you know, beginning of my hormone healing journey, like I kind of was like taking my own temperature. Am I okay? Like, you know, like, am I really all right? And he's like, yeah, you're not screaming at me all the time anymore. You know, and I didn't really scream at him, but I definitely, definitely yelled a couple times. Um, and didn't really put the pieces together that it was like, oh, that's, you know, basically I'm having PMDD and my doctor just wouldn't, you know, diagnose it. And so, um, having that reflected back to you, because it's like, we look at ourselves every day in the mirror. Right. And so we don't notice maybe, you know, we're developing some lines over time or, or, you know, our face has changed or whatever. It's the same with our hormones and our healing process. Like we live in our bodies. So we don't always get to see 
those changes. And that's one of the reasons why we're so big on celebrating wins. So Tana, thank you so much for sharing your journey. I hope that those of you watching that you are filled with hope. Um, If you're curious, if this process could be beneficial for you and where you're at with your hormones, then I would highly encourage you to just send me a private message or comment under this video. um, And we'll see if we can get you connected before the new year. But Tana, thank you again. This was so encouraging. I love, and I still love getting to watch your transformation because you're not done yet. So um, I'm excited to see what the next couple weeks bring for you. And thank you for taking the time to um, really just um, deposit into the other women here some hope. So thank you again so much. And you feel like Tana, where you are frustrated, you're feeling exhausted, you're fatigued all the time, you know that your periods are getting worse and not better, then I want to invite you to click up the link in the show notes below and schedule a hormone breakthrough call with me. Um, We will go over your medical history, we'll go over your goals, we'll go over what's worked for you in the past, um, because that can be a really great indicator of some places that we can start. And most importantly, you're going to leave with clarity on what your next step should be, whether that's to work with me or not. So I look forward to you scheduling that time with me. It is a totally complimentary call. Um, It's very comprehensive. And I hope that this episode encouraged you in your health journey today.